Thanks for tuning in to Multipliers Minute. Here with your leadership key, I'm Emily James, founder of Multipliers Leadership. These leadership lessons will empower you to develop your passion and multiply your influence so you can lead well. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multipliers Minutes. Uh, Here we are in our Stories That Empower series. I have another special guest with me today, and I'm very excited for you to hear from her and introduce her. We're going to be talking about uh, bold leadership, brave leadership, how we live lives um, that are bold, and how we live out our faith in that. So I'm going to welcome Cheryl Nemhart to uh, to the podcast. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Emily. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're so glad to have you today. Uh, So Cheryl is an author, a speaker. She has her own podcast called On the Path, and uh, she does so much other stuff. So Cheryl, why don't you share with us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do? Yeah, sure. You know, I uh, I had to sort of truncate my life about a year and a half ago into six words because it was, you know, the elevator pitch gets long mm-hmm. of all the things that I do. So I, I'd sum it up. By, I'd start off by saying I speak, I create, and I advocate. And I advocate. So I speak, mm-hmm. I create, and I advocate. So I'm a speaker, and uh, that is kind of my primary um, ministry. Um, and I travel wherever God leads to do that. And it's been an exciting journey doing all of that. Um, The speaking part also is the On the Path podcast, as you shared before. Um, And also I'm on a a television show, which is uh, called See, Hear, Love. And -hmm. it's a national women's show. Um, It's it's like The View, but it's faith-based, just to give people a context. And that's through the Huntley Street family and through the Crossroads family. So that's been really uh, an awesome journey. I think I've been there for six seasons now. We're going into season six, just starting. And so that's fun. And uh, on the creative side, um, I actually started this whole journey as a playwright and a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. And I was using art in a really cool uh, and impactful way. I was addressing social justice issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, The really, I call it the, you know, the, the uglies. Mm-hmm. All the uglies that sometimes the church um, unfortunately sweeps under the rug, doesn't want to talk about, uh, too taboo. And so I just kind of uh, ran towards where people run away from. I love to run towards and uh, used film. So uh, I did a lot of short films and plays around the areas like, you know, fatherlessness, um, depression and suicide, mental health, um, uh, cutting for teens, you know, um, gang life. It, it just, it, it was just an incredible journey. And that's kind of where that, that all started to happen. And, um, I started to get some, um, uh, I guess, awareness of my work yeah. and, and then it spun into all the other things. Advocacy is something that's in my blood and mm-hmm. it's, it's what I still do now. I currently uh, sit on the board for Brave Global. Brave Global is a worldwide movement for at-risk girls Okay. ages 12 to 18, and uh, we are really focused on anti-sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, we help kids from being groomed. We pull them from uh, that whole phase of life. We try to stand in the gap and prevent uh, what some of these most vulnerable at-risk girls are being literally targeted for. 
Right. And uh, it's an incredible organization. It's it's um and it's got that beautiful hybrid Emily Emily that I love, which is that it's it you know the genesis of it, the core is faith based, mm. but we operate in secular systems. Right. So we work with group homes, foster homes, youth ascension centers, because I I'm a firm believer that we can show the love of God, be the light of God, without even you know dropping a scripture. We can yeah. we can I call it loving out loud. Mm hmm. Amazing. That's incredible. You know, uh, one of the things I actually kind of feel like I'm, I'm fangirling a bit here because I've been following you for so long and so inspired by the things that you're doing and uh, that heart and passion just to reach people and to go places where other people uh kind of fear to tread in a sense. So right. even when you say, you you know, where people run away from, you run towards. And that's why really what we're going to be talking about, how do you live sort of that bold faith? And, and I, I believe actually a lot of uh, sort of your quotes online are be brave, be bold, be brilliant, you know? And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. You go on your website, you follow you, you see that. And uh, it's hard not to be inspired by that. So why don't you share, were you always someone who had sort of this bold leadership in you, or is that something that you've um, grown in as you've grown in your relationship with God or as you've grown in years? Like what, uh, what, what brought you to this place where you're just someone that sort of goes um, in those places and, and leads people there? Yeah, such a good question. Um, you know, for me, my, my experience is quite unique. Um, I have, I have been bold all my life, not by choice, <laughs> but yeah. by necessity. You're looking at someone who had a really tough life growing up, Emily, um, you know, uh, just sort of top level from sexual molestation and abuses uh, to uh, sexual assaults, rape, uh, being on and off the street, addicted to drugs. I, like it is all of the worst things that could happen to mm -hmm. a little girl uh, right through to my teens. Mm -hmm. And um I always say my, my math equation for those, that, that season of my life is that deeply hurt, wounded people uh, that don't have the resources to, um, to, to check in, to, to fix, to heal, uh, hurt left unchecked, mm. uh, it, it, it morphs into anger. Yeah. And, and anger left unchecked, unresolved, undealt with, it forms this root of bitterness. I was yeah. a bitter young girl, angry at the world, filled with hate. And so the love of God found me literally, like literally on the street by a street evangelist. We would call them an urban missionary now. That's <laughs> the cool terminology. We just called them street evangelists back then. And, uh, and you know, one of the things he used to always say to me is, you know, you, you can run, Cheryl, because I always ran from the pain. And he'd say, you can run, but you can never hide from God's love. And um, when I finally said yes and, and, and got on that little church bus, because he had a little broke down church van, and we finally went to church that Sunday evening, I'll never forget, it was in November, um, and I, it was literally six months, Emily, of him witnessing and trying to chip away at the hardened heart, because I had been, uh, and we need to talk about this, I had been abused by church leaders. Mm. And so, and, you know, and we need to, we need to acknowledge, you know, not everyone that lifts their hands and worships in church is following after God's heart. And so uh, church, church hurt is a very real thing. Yeah. And so I became quite hardened. 
And uh, when I got to um, the altar and gave my life to God, fast forwarding, short story, one of the things was I was sort of crying uh, profusely, years and years of pain. And I'll never forget the pastor, um, he's just said, leave her right there. Leave Mm. her right there. And two things, you don't know what God is doing in this moment. Mm. Tears are a language that God understands. Yeah. And also God is going to redeem her story. And not only did he redeem my story, and, and this is why I am the way I am, but he he kept, he, the personality that I, I needed to survive, if you will, on the streets, that toughness, he kept that and mm-hmm. just redeemed it for his glory. So I moved from being sort of this street warrior to this gospel warrior, if you will. Yeah. So that, that tough exterior softened enough uh, to obviously let, let God in. But um, I've been bold. I've never been afraid. And one of the things I always say is I, I'm not moved by people's opinions. Mm. And this is a good note for anyone moving into leadership. Yeah. You know, when you've come through what you've come through, and for me, in my particular story, I say, um, I lived on the streets. What you think of me mm-hmm. does not even register on the scale. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pales in comparison. That's, that's good. And it shows you, too, that, you know, and this was sort of my next sort of question for as people are listening, it, can anybody be a bold leader? Like, can we, li- can anybody live a life of, of boldness? And so hearing your story, that sort of answers that really and saying like, this is, God can take any story, any situation, any place that you are, and he can create in you someone that is uh, bold for the kingdom, like you said, right? Like we're not talking about a boldness that sort of bulldozes over people. Yeah. We're talking about a life of faith that looks to um, to advance God's kingdom and really spark that in other people. So this series is about, you know, what's God done in our life and how do we empower that in others? Yeah. And, you know, I there's this definition of bold that I sort of used in one of my uh, seminars talking about bold leadership and, and three things, knowing who is leading you, why it's important to have faith and be bold, and then what is the obstacles that are hindering you, right? Mm. And this perfect definition sums it up of living is acting by the power of the Holy Spirit on an urgent conviction in the face Mm. of threat. Mm. And when I heard that definition in some of my research, I'm like, man, isn't that the definition of being bold in Christ and just what you're saying in terms of, you know, it's Holy Spirit leading us and he's directing that boldness there's the conviction of who God is and what he's called us to do. And then there's often those things in life, right? Whether it's our past, our shame, our fear, other people. And those are the threats that start to hold us back in terms of how we live boldly. So if someone's listening and they're going, okay, how do I even begin? Like how, what does it look like to Mm -hmm. be bold, to have bold faith or to lead and inspire people in this way? What would you say to them? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I'm I'm bursting. I'm so excited (laughs) about your definition and I love your definition for boldness. So good, Emily. Uh, Joshua 1.9 gives us our answer for this question Mm -hmm. today. 
I've commanded you, have an eye, says the Lord. Be strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. Do not be fearful or discouraged because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So here's my definition of bold for our working purposes today. Yeah. Boldness is not volume. Boldness is not, as you said, uh, bullying. Boldness is being strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. In our own strength, no. In our own abilities, no. But in the knowledge that God is with us. Mm. In the knowledge that we are not alone and that he has called us to that thing. The other thing about boldness that I love is boldness, I would say, is, to, is, the, is the decision to not be fearful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the decision to not be fearful and to move with this sense of, um, and I love this, I want people to catch this, not confidence as we have known it as a working definition, but I call it Godfidence. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it is, it's, it's not, it's not a, a trusting of my own stuff and my own fabulousness. Yeah. It is, it is knowing that God has called me for something that he has gifted me and, and given me skills in a certain area, or he's given me a word to speak and declare. Um, he's placed a fire in my heart for a particular work to do. And I will trust in that because mm -hmm. if he's called me for it, it means that he has qualified me for it, that he has commissioned me to it, and he will be with me in it. And all of that gives us now that, that strength and courage to move forward. Mm -hmm. So good. And that's, you know, it comes down to all of this comes down to purpose and, and believing who you are based on God's word and not uh, the opinions of people or what you've been through or what you've done. And then believing that God will use you to empower other people. So what are the, some of the stuff that you're doing as you lead to inspire others, to say, okay, this is what God's done in my life. How do I help other people uh, experience this or believe it for themselves as well? What are some of the things that you do? Uh, one of the first things that I, I, I was commissioned to do almost uh, two years ago is to, is to develop, which took me uh, a year and a half to do, and still has gone through three cycles. It's an emotional uh, healing course it's virtual that I do online in partnership with Christian therapists counselors pastors it's just an incredible program it's called the lighthouse project because I believe that fear um, lack of self-worth uh, self-sabotage um, the inner critic um, past wounds there's a lot of different things that will stand as obstacles yeah. in our way and so let's address those things first let's you know because we can move into a new shiny brand new environment and think okay I'm now confident not true if you don't work on what mm -hmm. has caused the fear and the paralysis yeah. up to that point it will creep back up again so I would encourage people to do the internal work um, you know we never understand the Bible says that um, the power of life and death lies in the tongue so what am I saying by that we don't know how words 
yeah. spoken to us in anger, in hatred, in bitterness, to, 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 to knock us down, the damage, Emily, that they have caused. And sometimes we need to be shed uh, free of that. Yeah. Um, to, to, so I'm almost ha- be surgically, uh, you know, separated from that. And we need to go on what I call the divine operating table. Mm-hmm. And so we do that and make sure that people can get that inner strength of, of self and confidence in God. Um, the other thing that I do is um, I, I, I have online devotionals that I call Soul Food to Go, if you think about soul food <laughs> for your soul. So, uh, but I just encourage people, um, and I want to share this because I really feel prompted to for someone that's listening. I don't know who you are, but um, I want you to develop a, a really severe allergy to people's opinions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Be allergic to yeah. people's opinions. And while we're here, let's throw this in. Let's be aner- allergic to people's negativity. Yeah. And so what do I mean by that? The minute that you sense it, uh, you feel like you're being treated less than, uh, yeah. talked down to in any way, um, you need to instantly find space mm-hmm. and, and separation from those people. And to live a bold life, Emily, means to make some bold decisions that may be a bit overwhelming and that may include separating friendships Mm -hmm. nobody wants to talk about it it may include changing your circle of friends so that you can step into all the things that god has called you to and so whatever it takes right by any means necessary you know okay two things that you said there that just um so i'm so glad you went to you know really the first step in living a bold life is dealing with things inside right and 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 ensuring that and this is a journey i mean we're all on it still we all are on it it's not like you're gonna arrive to the perfect place before this it's it's sort of working in tandem taking these steps and trusting god to develop things in you but you know what you were saying there at the end as well in terms of often we think bold living a bold life is out front so whatever you're doing out there, whatever is, you know, big steps, you may big, whatever it is, but often it's the things that you need to change inside. It's those things where sometimes you just need to remove yourself from relationships or, yeah. you know, and those are moving you towards uh, even greater things. Yeah. And we often we often overstep those thinking that we're living boldly and yet God wants to do things in us because often boldness looks like humility and right. obedience and then come sort of like the influence, the impact. And, and again, they can work together. Your story, your testimony speaks to people, but so often we think boldness is all about what's out front. And yet so often it actually begins it has to begin with you, what's going on I'm, Emily I'm just I'm just so excited I'm like tripping over you <laughs> <laughs> um uh, the mistake we make in life and uh, you know and I and, and I not to be hypocritical because I, I I am someone that is um out there in the front lines but it's not that yeah it's not that so let's let's dispel this you know this sort of you know Christianity the celebrity I'm not, like I, I can't I, I don't even understand that stuff to, to, to aspire to someone who is in the, in the, the limelight, thinking that that is living a bold life is such an untruth. 
Yeah. Living a bold life. Some, some, a woman who has been verbally abused for years Mm -hmm. that makes the decision that I am worth God's love. I Mm -hmm. am a masterpiece. I am beautiful. I'm going to do the things that I wanted to do. And maybe she decides to go back to school in Mm -hmm. her adult life. The boldness required for that, Emily, to come out from under that toxic environment, to make a decision to live for her and her family. Sometimes I I think we have celebrated things that aren't worth celebrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because because depth depth uh, for a leader, and and I hope this is I got this one yesterday, so this is fresh for me. (laughs) Depth for a leader is not measured in volume. Think about volume audibly, mm-hmm. sound. It's measured in volume, mm-hmm. weight, yeah. depth. And I think, I think we, are, we live too much um, in this sort of see me, do you see what I'm doing? Look at me, look at me. And we're not doing the internal work needed to be courageous in our everyday decisions. Mm. So good because, you know, it, it's true. Like you can see what somebody is doing and assume that it's either been easy for them or they're just sort of put together. And then you hear stories. This is why I love doing podcast series like this, where you're hearing from people and going, look, like this hasn't been an easy road, or this is what God has taught me through this. This is what I've had to experience or develop or, you know, and, and that's where the fullness of people's stories and purpose come. And so, so often, you know, I talk to a lot of women in sort of the role that I'm in uh, as a pastor, but also in multipliers leadership who feel stuck in life, who just feel like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm either don't have purpose or maybe they feel like they do, but they don't know where to begin. And I often say, Start small, finish well, and just do those things. You know, there's so much, there's so many years that I've had of just honestly of uh, process and developing my relationship with God and who I am in him. And again, it's a journey that I think we always are in, but it's so important to who God's creating each person to be and believing that we have purpose is the first step. Believing that God has called you and has something on your life is the beginning of this. And then from there, uh, often we just have to go through that. So if people are listening and they're feeling that place, they're in that place of just feeling stuck or almost feeling like a, a bold life isn't for them, what would you say to them? What would you do to encourage them? Um, I believe each and every one of us, um, have the ability, uh, to be bold. I believe that boldness is, is, is a part of who we are. It's in our DNA. Mm -hmm. It just looks different. Mm-hmm. And this and this sort of comparison and competition is where we fall short yeah. because we think it's the same, but boldness for you will look different than boldness for me. Yeah. Um, but, but God is calling us to be bold because he is with us. Mm-hmm. So there's no need for fear and timidity and self-doubt. This is the time to do the big things or the small things that God has called you to, to do with. Yeah. 
without fear. And I think I want to encourage women. I always say this as a mantra. I literally, when I say I literally made a t-shirt of this, I did. <laughs> it says, be bold, be brave, be brilliant. Because, because the world, there, the, there is someone in the world that is counting on your choice to be bold today. Mm -hmm. And I think we don't understand the, the, the impact of our bold yes. Yes. Your bold yes to do that big thing or that small thing, you who are listening, you have no idea the mm. ripple effect, yeah. impact. There, when I say that there is a generation counting on your bold move today, mm -hmm. it, is, it is such a truth. Mm -hmm. For everyone, right? And it's in Christ yeah. that uh, we have that. So thank you so much, Cheryl. I mean, we could literally go on forever. I know, right? <laughs> I was just getting warmed up. And, you know, I, I think as people sort of get to know more about who you are and what, if they don't already uh, that are listening, they will just see uh, this 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 value this life that you live in terms of this and empowering others so why don't you just share with us how people can find you follow you and find out more about you Oh, you're so great. Thank you, Emily. Uh, my website is CherylNemhard.com, C-H-E-R-Y-L-N-E-M-B, the B silent, y'all, H-A-R-D.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Cheryl Nemhard. And uh, yeah, I'd love to journey with you. Yeah, and it will all be in the description as well in the podcast, or if you've found yes. the social media, it will be a part of the comment or the description of the podcast. So yeah, on I'll, the path I'll if you're interested. There. So thank you so much. I just pray that people are encouraged as they, I know they are encouraged as they listen to this, to know that wherever they are in life or wherever their story is, that they have purpose, that they've been called by God to be bold and yeah. take steps of faith. And that whatever's that thing on their heart, as you just ended, yeah. uh, they would ha feel empowered today and encouraged today to take yeah. that step, to do that thing. Emily, with your permission, may I just yeah. close just reading the scripture one more time? Absolutely. Yeah. I just feel like that's a good, good way to end off. So I encourage you today, uh, you who are listening with Joshua 1.9, the Lord says to you, I've commanded you, haven't I? Be strong and courageous. Don't be fearful. Don't be discouraged because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Awesome. Thank you, Cheryl. And to those listening, be strong and courageous and may God be with you this week.